and gentlemen throughout the world of identity land which is a subset of these subhuman <laughs> to some human no are we actually related to those other races i i don't admit it no we're not we're separate we're supposed to say separate but the problem is the vast majority of our people have taken on their habits their customs even their consciousness haven't they dan Yes, they have. <laughs> <clears throat> it's horrible. It's horrible. And so, yeah, uh, but if, if everybody covers their face with a mask, <laughs> and, right, we, we all look alike, don't we? <laughs> right? It's just, it's just more proof we're all the same. This is a crazy, crazy world, folks. Here we are, one year into the lockdown. Amazing. A lot of people have not survived. I wonder what the if somebody's actually kept count of the deaths over and above usual uh, compared to 2019 of the year 2020. You know, mm-hmm. I'll bet there's been a population reduction worldwide. I'll bet there has been. I'm sure there has, but mm-hmm. uh, I think the uh, the death rate from COVID itself is what 0.7 percent, something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's horrible. But we got to get that vaccine, right? Yeah, we got to yeah, get the right. vaccine. Oh, yeah, well, that's, yeah, it's the drugs they're giving us that are killing everybody, right? Yeah. It's yep. not COVID. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah, people are getting sick, but it's not COVID. It, you know, they're putting, they're spraying stuff in the air. They're, they're giving you rotten food. Uh, you know, it's toxicity. The vast majority of illnesses are caused by toxicity. And uh, I don't believe for one minute that the, uh, uh, there's bugs floating around in the air that you breathe in. Even tuberculosis, you know, the standard uh, spiel is that you breathe in the tuberculosis bug and then it proliferates. No, it, th- those bugs are already in you. It's just that your immune system has them under control. It all depends on your immune system and what your immune system is able to handle, what it isn't able to handle, okay? And and which depends on the foods that you eat okay, and right. the way you take care of yourself. Yeah, and the Very people, important. And the people you associate with. 
Yeah. <laughs> right there. So all of those Mexicans streaming across the board. Wow, they're carrying tuberculosis, aren't they? And all of their uh, uh, nasty or, or unhealthy daily habits, uh, uncleanliness habits, put it that way. Okay. Wow. You know, so uh, we are living in tumultuous times. Absolutely tumultuous times, right? You have <laughs> Brother Abear and Mary are talking about those swabs, those sections, swabs they shove up your nose. Who knows if they actually didn't use them for anal swab tests before they put them uh, in India, right? <laughs> yeah, they're gross. The people in the chat room are being gross. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're having fun. They had an ignorant... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, brother Abraham loves to play with words, ignoramuses, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but folks, okay, so we're going to pick it up in uh, chapter nine uh, by, by review hmm. because the, these verses, uh, I think we ran through them two weeks ago a little quickly because uh, we were running out of time. So let's go through chapter nine uh, in greater detail. And then we have uh, an article on the Table of Nations. I'm pretty sure we'll have time to work on that. So, uh, Dan, Stock Trader Dan from Georgia, pick it up. Uh, okay. Chapter 9. Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. And, Noah, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Okay, now this is a very interesting verse. First of all, the word plenish, or i sorry, uh, blessed is barak. Primitive root to kneel, by implication to bless God. Okay, well, but this is the other way around. It said God blessed, so God, God maybe God blessed us to bless Him. <laughs> um, but Yahweh doesn't kneel. <laughs> he doesn't have knees. Okay, he he created knees, but he doesn't have knees. As an act of adoration, and vice versa, man uh, to. Yeah, this is a poor, very poor definition. Uh, I don't get it. Anyway, but uh, the, the essence of it is to praise, okay? To praise, salute, thank, etc. Okay, it also says here to curse. And so you know, one word is to, to bless and the other is to, it's the same word. So go figure. Okay, and then uh, sons is Ben, Ben's uh, sons of Noah. And, he's, and then he said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. The same command that was given to us in Genesis chapter 1 at the very end. Okay, Well, of course, uh, all of the Adamites of the territory were wiped out because they were so sinful and they were uh, uh, miscegenating, probably even with animals for all we know. And uh, so th that was, Yahweh had to put an end to that and get a fresh start. That's why uh, Genesis, uh, this whole era, chapter on the flood, these four chapters on the flood is so extremely important. Back to you. <clears throat> Verse 2, and the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moves upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea, and to your hand are they delivered. Okay, the fear and the dread of the white man, right? And this this was true until the Jews were let out of the ghettos by Napoleon in eighteen hundred. So the fear of the white man was a planetary thing. Yeah, because of our inventiveness and because well, there were a lot of brutal white people 
You know, the, the, the Assyrians were, were descended from, uh, we'll find out when we go to the Table of Nations who they were descended from. So not all white people are good. Okay, uh, Esau is a perfect example of that, right? But uh, because of our inventiveness and uh, t- tremendous technology, we, we far uh, outshined the other races for, for millennia until we taught them how to do things that we do, and they caught up with us and started killing us, <laughs> right? That was stupid of us to do, wasn't it? All right? Yes. Back to you. <clears throat> Verse 3, every moving thing that lives shall be meat for you. Even as the green herb have I given you all things. Okay, so it can't be every moving thing because we're, you know, there's a species we're forbidden to eat. <clears throat> so let me jump back to uh, chapter 8 and put this in context. Let me scroll down to verse 19 here. And um, every beast, and this is Che, again, that's a, a very broad term, Che. Every creeping thing... Remesh. Now it says reptile here, but there's all kinds of creeping things that aren't reptiles, okay? <laughs> and every fowl and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kinds, Mishpaka, after their kinds went forth out of the ark. So this is proof positive that only purebred animals came out of the ark. There was no mixing of species going on uh, on the ark. That was the reason why the flood came, because <clears throat> white people were mixing with other species, and Yahweh had to put an end to that. So uh, the reason that we need to uh, stress this is because there are a lot of people, even in identity, especially those who believe the flood was global, they have to come up with an explanation, well, how did the Canaanites... With their race mixing going on in, in Palestine, in, in old Canaan land, you know, were, were there race mixed people on the ark? And some assumed that Naama, Noah's wife, was a Canaanite. No, there's no way she was a Canaanite. Because then all of, all of her children, <laughs> Ham, Shem, and Jason, would, would have, have uh, uh, you know, mixed blood. It's, it's very clear that uh, these chapters on Noah... Uh, uh, Pre-flood and after-flood are talking about purebred animals and, and people, okay? And, so, and when we ahead. get into uh, uh, Leviticus, we'll see that we're not even supposed to mix fabrics or anything. We're right. Supposed to, everything's supposed to be kept separate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I learned that the hard way. Because <laughs> I, I ordered this really comfortable pullover hoodie. From, uh, it's Russian, made in Russia. And it's just so comfortable, I wear it all the time, right? But uh, it's it's a mix of cotton and something else. And then when I pull it off my body, it's like, it's so electrically charged, it sticks to the wall, right? <laughs> you hear the crackling and my hair stands on end. And, you know, it does, it does stuff to your body because your body is electrically charged. And that's why there's always a scientific reason for every statement in the Bible. There always is. Okay? All right, so please continue. Okay, <clears throat> verse 4. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. Okay, so we, we shouldn't eat any blood. And so whatever animals we kill that are edible, you know, that are edible for us, you always have to, you know, when you read a broad 
a statement like every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you well we're talking about the 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 food that's uh permissible the permissible food so the the bible doesn't repeat that every single time it it gives us uh, eating instructions okay we're supposed to keep all that in mind and so it's really obvious that abraham and noah and all the rest of them they ate clean food or food that was permissible and it just doesn't repeat that every time uh, food comes up back to you verse <clears throat> 5 and surely your blood of your lives will i require at the hand of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Now, it's very <clears throat> interesting because uh, every beast, so ordinarily. You know, Do beasts uh, have hands? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, right? And, uh, uh, and so, at the hand of every beast, there you go. How many beasts are there that aren't Adamites? that have hands. Oh, here's a very crucial verse, folks. That's mm -hmm. because there are beasts that aren't Adamites that are referred to, and it's che, kahi, the, the uh, Hebrew word kahi. And uh, we're talking about two-legged beasts, not uh, not Adamites. Okay, and, and plus, at the hand of every che will I require, and... At the hand of Adam, it goes out of its way to stress the Adamites after it mentions the beast. So it's not including them together as one species, folks. Okay, very good. Back to you. Verse 6, Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. Okay, and these are all Adam. Every instance of man in the, so far... And this is the way it should be. The uh, but it sure should be translated Adamites, uh, and so yeah, to make it simple, why? Because the word man, as a translation, comes from six or seven different words and even more. And the King James version and the vast majority of Bibles do not differentiate uh, <clears throat> all these Hebrew words, and we should to have a proper understanding of what's being said here. Back to you. Verse 7, And you, be ye fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. And, and God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you. Okay, now the very important expression here. With your seed after you, meaning direct descendants. It doesn't include everybody in the world. It doesn't include anybody outside of this bloodline. When you see this expression, you and your seed, that's zera in the Hebrew, posterity, and that's one of the words they, they list as a proper definition. I think that's the best definition, posterity. Why? Because posterity means direct descendants. Okay, when you, uh, when you uh, have the will read and your descendants your posterity are all gathered for the reading of the will your parents leave their property to you and to nobody else now everybody else may want some of that stuff but no that's communism folks <clears throat> the jews invented communism and because they want our stuff because we white people are the most prosperous industrious people on the face of the earth everybody wants our stuff but nobody wants to work for it 
That's so, why they pretend to be our people. There you go. Really yeah. Okay. All right. So very important. Posterity. Your seed after you. We'll uh, confront this expression again uh, when we get to Abraham. Back to you. Verse 10, and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. Okay, now here these beasts don't have hands, okay? So uh, these are probably, there, I don't, there weren't any Negroes aboard the ark, but there were Kahi, uh, non-Ad- non-Adamite species on, on, the, on the ark. Back to you. <clears throat> Verse 11, and I will, I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there be any more, any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. Okay, we have to recall that before the Noah's flood, the earth was covered with a canopy of clouds, and it was pretty much to be considered a hothouse or a greenhouse effect, that uh, you had a fairly even temperature all around the planet because of the clouds, and that's why we had no rain. It was very humid. The... uh, the grass, the, the, the plants were covered by a mist every morning because it cooled off enough for the uh, dew to precipitate onto the ground, onto the trees, etc., etc. After Noah's flood, our environment changed radically, drastically, folks. Absolutely drastic change in the environment. And there's lots of evidence to suggest that the air pressure before Noah's flood was twice as heavy as it is after the flood, because of all of moisture in the air. All right, back to you. Verse 14, And it shall come to pass, when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. Okay, never before were rainbows seen. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. So this is a scientific statement. You could not have a rainbow under the old uh, atmosphere because there wasn't any direct sunlight (laughs) to create a rainbow, all right? And uh, uh, I've seen some magnificent rainbows in my time. There's usually clouds on one side of the sky and a bright sky on the other side. And then the light filtering through the mist creates the, uh, the, the, the division of the colors of visible light, okay? That's how we found out about it. <laughs> That's the science of visible light, thanks to Yahweh. Back to you. Verse 18, And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. And he drank of the wine and was drunken, and he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. 
And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. And okay. Noah awoke from his wine yeah. and knew what his younger son had done unto okay. him. Okay, uh, we covered this briefly last time. Namely, we that, did. That, yeah, that there was more going on here than just viewing <laughs> somebody's nakedness. Uh, you had brought up the verse. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 11. Okay. And the man that lieth with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall be surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. So what we had here was incest. That's right. That's what the sin was. Not just seeing your right. naked father. Yeah, which There's is, no sin in that. Which is bad enough. Right? Bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's not make it worse by having incest on top of it, right? Right. So. Yeah. So, uh, now, what was wrong with Ham? He had a wife. Why in the world would he want to lay with his mother? Okay, well, yeah, that that's more common than we realize. <laughs> but not so common among our people. You know, I think in the uh, third world, let's call it, the second and third world, it is pretty common, especially among the Arabs. Is it really? I didn't. Oh, I wasn't yeah. That. Yeah, incest is so common among the That's why their intelligence is so low. Uh, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they don't care what they sleep with. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nothing else to do in the desert. All right. Okay. Where, where did you leave off? Uh, I'm sorry. I left off on uh, verse 24. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. Okay, and, but his son was Ham. Now, again, this is uh, something that just about every theologian gets wrong because, they, well, Ham did something wrong, so Ham would be the one who's cursed. No, cursed be Canaan, not Ham, okay? A servant of servants shall he be unto his brother. So it turns out, well, he was Canaan was the servant of the Shemites, the Hamites, and the Japhethites. Uh, at various points in history, okay? So he, he, those people, because Canaan actually moved away from the Hamites and began mixing with the Canaanites, the descendants of, Ca uh, of Cain, at that point in time known as the Kenites, okay? We'll get into that in, cha well, when the Kenites are listed uh, in Genesis chapter 15. Those are the people that Canaan married into, and that's why he was cursed. Uh, Yahweh foresaw that, and he cursed Canaan because he was the product of incest, and he also became a race trader later on. Back to you. Verse 26, And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years, and all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. Okay, very important prophecies here. And again, blessed is Barack. Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. That was a blessing. <laughs> yeah, that was right. a cursing. <laughs> that was definitely a curse, all right. Okay, Shem, son of Noah. Uh, it means name but it's capitalized here properly because it's a proper name. And 
Canaan humiliated. The word Canaan means humiliated. Okay, that's a also means merchant, trafficker. Okay? We know them as Jews, folks. And Canaan shall be the servant of Shem. Very important. This was had become true, especially when the tribes of Israel took over the promised land and those Canaanites that they didn't kill, which they were supposed to kill all of them, some of them they took as servants, okay? And so this that prophecy, this prophecy here was fulfilled at that time and throughout history until the uh, Napoleon let the Jews out of the ghettos, at which point the tables were turned and uh, the blessing uh, or the prophecy given to Esau and the time of Jacob's trouble began, okay? So, and then the next one, and God shall enlarge Japheth, and they became a very populous people. We're going to be talking about that next in the Table of Nations, uh, even before we get to chapter 10, because uh, we want to go through these, uh, and uh, there's a, a link we put in the chat room. And he, Japheth, shall dwell in the tents of Shem. Again, when the Israelites and the Davidic covenant began to be enforced, our Israelite people moved into the territory of Europe that was populated by Japheth, and our people took over those countries and ruled over Japheth, and we still do today. Okay, so very important prophecy here that Japheth shall dwell in the tents of Shem. And again, Canaan shall be his servant, both Japheth and Shem. All right? Okay, so before we go into chapter 10, let's take a look at this Table of Nations article uh, from Bible History. And I'll put the link back in the chat room for if, uh, if it's disappeared in the interim. So uh, let's go through these uh, lists because some of them have similar names. And you have to be able to tell them apart when you're going down through the Table of Nations. Back to you. Uh, did you want me to... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, go you ahead. Want to pick up them here? Yeah, just uh, read the, the article here, the Table of Nations in Genesis 10. Uh, oh, you I want get... me to start off in, in Genesis yeah, 10? Yeah, we'll go... Yeah, okay. Because we want to just give an overview and uh, to, to, for people to realize that, uh, first of all, all these people are white. They're all Aryan. And uh, this uh, article, uh, they make make several mistakes here that we need to correct, all right? Because uh, they say Japheth Japheth is the Aryan race, Ham is the Turanian race, Shem is the Semitic race. No, they're all Adamites. They're all Adamites. They get this totally wrong. But this is what we have to deal with. This is Jewish teaching, and they follow Jewish Jewish teaching on this subject. Okay. Okay. Okay, so Genesis chapter 10. Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer and Magog, and Madai and Javan, and Tubal and Meshech and Tyrus. And the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Ripath, and Togarma. And the sons of Javan, Elisha, and Tarshish, and Kittim, and Dodanim. 
By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone <laughs> after his tongue and after okay. their families in their nations. Okay. This is where the Gentiles come from, people. Right. These are the non-Israelite Adamic people known as Gentiles. Yeah, th- this is a horrible teaching here. Absolutely horrible. Okay. All right, so let's go over to the Table of Nations uh, article. Uh, did I, Maybe I didn't send it to you. Well, let me double check. I've got it. You got it? Yeah, and yeah, l- I have let's. It. Yeah, so let's go through their teaching, which is totally false, but this is so common. This is basically what every Christian is taught in Bible school, if they even go to Bible school anymore. Uh, And this is all wrong. Let's figure out why it's wrong. Over to you. Where would you like to start out? Well, just uh, introductory. Yeah, right. The Table of Nations. uh, Okay. Genesis 10. Okay. Um, We're on page 3. For the Table of Nations. Who really are the Scottish peoples? What is their origin? Oh, oh wait a minute. Wait, I'm sorry. This is, uh, let me, all right. Let me give you this. Uh, I think there's some uh, problem here. We're not reading from the same document. Let me. Uh, the true roots and origins of the Scots? No, 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 not, not, not that. That's, uh, that's for later on. Here, the, the list of nations. I'm sorry. Ah, okay. I, okay. I didn't give you the correct article. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. All right, so... Okay, uh, Genesis chapter 10. Well, I just read... I'll, I'll go over it again. Right. Genesis chapter 10, verse 1. Now, these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. The list of the tables of nations mentioned in the Old Testament. This chart contains a list of the nations descending from the three sons of Noah. They formed after the Tower of Babel and are mentioned in Genesis 10, chapter 10 of the Old Testament. Scroll down to see maps, references, and Bible verses for more background information. Okay. So we had these three sons, and they're claiming that Shem was a Semitic race. And, well, you've already gone over that. Yeah. Ham was the Turanian race, and the Japheth was the Aryan race. But no, it's interesting they actually use the word Aryan, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a forbidden word. But, of course, this is all nonsense, Shem being Jews. They, they imply that these are hook-nosed kikes. No, that's not true. They were Adamites, white-skinned Adamites. So were the Hamites, and, of course, so were the Japhethites. All right, so this they get from the Jews, from the Talmud. That's where they come up with this stuff, okay? So, and then uh, let's just go through line by line, okay, the, uh, the descendants of, uh, let's see, yeah, because they they went through Japheth first in in the scriptures, and uh, uh, let's just cover these as uh, as they're given here, because we need to uh, identify who's who and who's descended from whom. So, the first three under Shem, Ham, and Japheth, horizontally, okay? Okay, so we have under Shem, we have Elam, he's... The article's claiming that this is the Elamites, and then Asher, the Assyrians, right. and Arphaxad, the Chaldeans. And then under Ham, we've got the first being Cush, or Ethiopia, mm-hmm. Seba, Marob, and Havilah, which is Arabia. And then under Japheth, we have Gomer, who the article says is the, the Celts, Ashkenaz, which is... Uh, uh, Nicaea or Phrygia, and then Ripath, which is the Riphaim. 
Okay. All right. Uh, these are, there's correct in some instances, wrong in others. Now, it's probably true that uh, Elam, if obviously, is the Elamites, Asher, the Assyrians, and Arphaxad, the Chaldeans. I hadn't seen that connection before, but it's probably true. Uh, that's probably where the Chaldeans come from. And that would be the true origin of the Celts, because the Celts would call themselves Chaldees. Okay, it's just a variation of Chaldean. Uh, the, the Celts were not from Gomer. The, the Celts were not Japhetic. The they, Japhetics moved north, and they moved north and west. The Celts were the descendants of uh, you know, the uh, Shem, who uh, and the descendants of the Israelites from uh, from Zera, who moved to the islands of Ireland and Britain, and then across into Europe in a eastward migration from there. We're, and then they merged with the Japhethites in Central Europe. Okay, So the, the Celtic civilization, uh, I think they're using uh, the, 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 what do you call it, the, uh, the standards of the scholars at the universities, the university definition of the word Celt, okay, which differs dramatically from the identity definition of the word Celt. Now, under Ham, Kush, unfortunately, there were many Kush. There was the uh, Hindu Kush, there was the Arabian Kush, and there's the Ethiopian Kush. So, Kush, being a descendant of Ham, he got around. He went to, he went to India, and he went, uh, stayed in Arabia, and he went to Africa as well. Okay, but all of these people were Adamites. So, uh, there's no possibility, just by relocating from, from the Ark to these various places, that their race changed, or that they were born different races from, ha uh, from Noah. It's absolute nonsense, folks. But that's what we're expected to believe. Okay. And a scientific impossibility. Uh, amen. Amen. And so, but he is correct. Uh, these are uh, under Japheth, Gomer, Ashkenaz, Ripah, Togarma. Magog, etc. So, since the Japhetic line is the shortest, uh, why don't you read uh, these uh, names under Japheth? Okay, All we the way have down. Gomer, yeah. Ashkenaz, Ripath, Togarma, Magog, Madai, Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, Dodanim, Tubal, Meshech, and Tyrus. Okay, the Thracians, okay. So this is essentially correct. You know, the, the Javan became the Greeks. That's absolutely correct. Now, the Madai, the Medes. Now, the Magog, Scythians, uh, that's possible. Uh, I did a show last night that the, but the word Scythian actually comes from the Hebrew word Sukkoth, which means tent dweller. Okay. So uh, the, the Scythian nation wasn't called Scythia until the Israelites moved up there and probably displaced the Japhethites, forced them to displace north. And the association of Tagarma with Armenia, that's not correct. Ar Armenia was settled by Aram, a Shemite. Okay. Syria, Aram and Syria, Armenia, that whole area up there was settled by Shem. Now, they may have been there for a while before being forced to move north by the you know, expanding Shemites, okay? So, 
the our, the history as we understand the expansion of the 12 tribes in the Middle East to points in Europe and across the northern shore of um, Africa where, uh, where it's on the Mediterranean Sea. And across the Mediterranean Sea, that was all Israelite. But again, there, it's possible there were Hamites there because the, the original nations of Ham in Africa, those were Hamitic, but they were also Adamites. They weren't black. The word Ethiopia means sunburned faces. It doesn't mean black, okay? All right, so uh, there's several differences. Now, Dodanim, Trojans, that's possible. But Troy, the, the Troy we know, was settled by the sons of Zerah. Okay, again, this is where the, the prophecy that Japheth shall dwell in the tents of Shem came true. Back to you. Let's go through Ham. Okay. Yeah. Under Ham, we have Cush, or Ethiopia, Seba, or Moro, Havilah, or Arabia, Sabta, Sabatha, Rayama, Persian Gulf, Sheba, Dedan, Septeca, Nimrod, Mizraim, or Egypt, Ludim, or Nubia, the Anamites, Lahaban, or Libya, mm-hmm. Neph. Tehutim, or Napetu, Pathrusim, or Pathros, Caslahites, or Philistia, Philistines, Kaphtarites, Phut, or Libya, Canaan, or the Canaanites, Mm -hmm. the Sidonites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvidites, Zamorites, and Hamathites. Okay, so these last ones under Sidonites, under Canaan, uh, yeah, they, they, they should be listed separately, but uh, they, they're a result of Canaan <clears throat> mixing with the Kenites. Okay? Because mm-hmm. uh, these so, were fierce enemies of the Israelites. A- absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, but nevertheless, all of these nations were at one point or another subject to the Israelites because the prophecy <laughs> says that Canaan shall be a servant of servants. <laughs> okay? So, but these are not direct descendants of Ham. These are not the lineal descendants. These are a product of race mixing Canaan with the Kenites. Okay? So let's go to the final uh, list being the Shemites. Okay, we have Elam or the Elamites, Asher or the Assyrians, Arphaxad or the Chaldeans, Shelah, Eber, Peleg, Joktan, or Arabia, Almadad, Shalepa, Shalep, Hazalfarmoth, Jerah, Hadorum, Uzal, Dekla, Obel, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, Jobab, Lud, or the Lydians, Aram, or the Syrians, Uz, Hull, Gether, and Meshek. Okay. So you see that there's some common names. There's a couple of Shebas. So there's a Shemitic Sheba. There's a Hamitic Sheba. In my opinion, the Queen of Sheba in the Southland was a Shemite. Okay. She's the one, the descendant of the Sheba under, under Shem here. Okay. Uh, a lot of people believe that jo- the Jobab here is actually the patriarch Job. Okay, 
Uh, it's just a, a variation. Job is just a variation of Jobab. Uh, that has yet to be confirmed. I'm, I'm not sure if anybody has, uh, but that's what I've heard from other scholars. So we can see because of the similar names, the Ludim under Ham and Lud under Shem, that it's hard to get these people uh, separated. But uh, chances are, well, the Lydians, uh, and uh, which one is Libya? Yeah, Lehabim, Libya, that's probably correct. So the point of all of this is to show that all of these people, with the exception of the Canaanites, were Adamic Aryan people. That's the proper understanding, because you cannot possibly have three different races <laughs> come from, uh, hey, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Noah and his wife, Naama. That's impossible. Okay. Can you Not, imagine the yeah. look of, of, a, of a mother if three <laughs> different races came out of her womb yeah, <laughs> during <right>? pregnancy? <laughs> well, that's, that's why I say Eve was sort of distraught when Cain came out of her womb. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> right? And yeah. she said, and then she covered herself and said, oh, have I begotten a child of Yahweh? Because it doesn't look like Adam, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, that's Genesis 4.1, folks. Now, there's a really good map here. Okay, descendants of Gomer and Javan in Europe. Okay, Gomer, Magog, Ashkenaz, Meshech, Tagarma, Tubal, etc. These places are, and they've, throughout history, these places have had exclusively white people until modern history, okay? All the coinage, all the statuary shows nothing but white people. Under Greece, they correctly show Javan, because Greece was settled by Japheth, okay? Javan is one of the descendants of Japheth. And then Meshech, Ashkenaz, Tagarma, they were all descendants of Japheth. Those areas were all white people. Now, interestingly, they show Parthia. Parthia is... Uh, primarily Shem, Shemites, and uh, Israelites, okay? Again, this is a, Parthia is an area which was overtaken by the migrating Israelites. The, these, all these territories were originally inhabited by the Japhethites, but because of the prophecy that Japheth shall dwell in the tents of Shem, the Israelites, once we migrated into these areas, we took over the culture, okay? and uh, But... Uh, as I was talking about last night on Yahweh's Covenant people, these tribes did not merge because they had different languages and different cultures, and they would probably, once they encountered each other, if either the, 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 the group of Japhethites that was there already would just pick up and leave because they saw the Israelites were coming, and they weren't happy, <laughs> right? Or you know, from being tossed out of of, uh, of Palestine by Yahweh, or they went to war. Okay, one way or another, they they got driven north uh, and and east. But Parthia was uh, eventually settled by the children of Pharez, and it was from there, from Parthia, that we get the wise men that came to see Yahshua the babe, all right? There's only one way they would actually have any interest in that is if they were Israelites, okay, to, to return to, to the city of Jerusalem for that occasion, okay? 
but uh, it, it, it's a very great map. The, the map is fantastic, so it's really worth looking at. Okay, so I don't think we need to go into any greater detail in this article. They um, you know, pretty much uh, stated in their chart, and most of it's correct, except for the fact that these are not different races. Okay? All right, so let's get back to the Bible. Okay, we left off with verse 6 in chapter okay. 10. And the sons of Ham, Cush and Mizraim, and Phut and Canaan, and the sons of Cush, Seba and Havilah, and Sabta and Rayama and Sabteca, and the sons of Rayama, Sheba and Dedan. And Cush begat Nimrod, and he began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before Yahweh, wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, which just means confusion, and Eric and Akkad and Kalne in the land of Shinar. Okay, so and, we have a basic idea from that map, which is a really good map of uh, where all these people settled. Okay, but we know all of the racial evidence is that these people were white. The DNA evidence, the uh, the coinage, the statuary, the physical descriptions, all of these people were white. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Okay, so now Nimrod was uh, low down on the list, and it was Nimrod who be began making war against other people. Now Cain had already done that way back in Genesis chapter 4. So it's possible that these Chaldeans encountered the children of Cain and had to make war against them. That's a possibility too. Okay. So where it says he was a mighty hunter before the Lord, doesn't mean before Yahweh, doesn't mean that he was uh, uh, you know, following Yahweh's laws. It just, he was visible to Yahweh as a mighty hunter. That's all that sentence really means, okay? All right. So he was a mighty hunter, and, and uh, but not necessarily a law, law abider, okay? All right, back to you. Verse 11. <clears throat> Out of that land went forth Asher and builded Nineveh, and the city Rehoboth and Calah, and resin between Nineveh and Calah, the same as a great city. And Mizraim begat Ludim and Anamon and Lahabim and Naphtuhim, and Pathrasim and Kasluhim, out of whom came Philistine, and Kaphtorim. And Canaan, and Canaan begat Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth. Okay, before, and you go, before you go to the rest of the Canaanites here, this is why the Philistines were not ordered to be exterminated by Yahweh, because they were descendants of Ham, but not descendants of Canaan. All right. Now, the Israelites had an off, uh, on and off relationship with the Philistines. Sometimes they were at peace with them. Sometimes they weren't. Okay. But the Canaanites are a completely different story. So this is proof that the Hamites and the Shemites and the Japhethites were, uh, were pretty much getting along with each other. There were periodic wars, but we were not commanded to make war against them as we were with the Canaanites. So, now let's get into the Canaanites. Verse 15, And Canaan begat Sidon his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite, and the Gergesite, and the Hivite, and the Archite, and the Sinite. 
and the Arvadite and the Zamorite and the Hamathite, and afterward were the families of the Canaanites spread abroad. Okay, so they were there. Okay, but they were uh, Canaan married into those tribes. He married into those tribes. Okay, so the they were not direct descendants. You know, after the seed, they were not of the bloodline. So, because they were already there. All right, back to you. And the border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, as thou comest to Gerar, unto Gaza, as thou goest unto Sodom and Gomorrah, and Adama and Zeboim, even unto Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, after their families, after their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. So technically the, uh, the Canaanites are the descendants of Ham, but uh, the, that country was already occupied by the Kenites when Canaan moved in there. All right, so They mixed. They yeah. basically mixed. Yeah, they're the mixed. So uh, where it says uh, Canaan begat such and such and such and such and such, that was by race mixing. They're not blood... They're not uh, after their own kind. That's that's what I'm trying to get at right here. Okay, back to you. Unto uh, verse twenty one. Unto Shem also the ver the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth the elder. Even to him were children born. The children of Shem, Elam and Asher, and Arphaxad and Lud and Aram, and the children of Aram, Uz and Hul and Gether and Mash. And Arphaxad begat Selah, and Selah begat Eber. And unto Eber were two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided. And his brother's name was Joktan. Okay, he, so what does it mean, was the earth divided? It's quite possible there were like violent earthquakes at that time. And uh, I've read several studies along those lines. Okay, but it, it could also mean that the further migration of all of these Adamic tribes proceeded uh, or accelerated, okay? After, of course, after the incident at uh, Babel, where their languages were confused and they were no longer able to communicate with one another, except with hand signals, <laughs> right? So, so, may, so it could be either. It could be both. All right, back to you. Verse 26, and Joktan begat Almadad and Shalepa and Hazavarmoth and Jera and Hadoram and Uzal and Dikla and Obal and Abimel and Sheba and Ophir and Havilah and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. And their dwelling was from Mesha as thou goest unto Safar, a mount of the east. These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues, in their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah, after their generations, in their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. Okay, I didn't notice this before. There's a mountain called Sephar. Sephar, a mount of the east, okay, uh, near Babylon, all right, so the city of Nimrod, the Sephar. That's where the Jewish uh, uh, Sephardim come from, okay? So th these are people, now apparently they started out, and, and uh, the, the mountain was named after a, a people, uh, say who was a, a dwelling, Yoktan. They were the sons of Yoktan who probably named Mount Sephar. But after 
the Babylonian uh, episode, many of these Sepharvaim uh, became Babylonians, all right, and probably were of mixed race. Uh, I think we see in Babylon, it's quite possible that the descendants of Cain came to settle in that territory along with Nimrod, okay? So I think that's where the mixing came from, and that's where the Sepharvaim actually originate. But they would be children of Cain as well as of Ham. Okay, back to you. Okay, well, that concludes Chapter 10. Oh. You want to get started on Chapter 11? Yeah, well, let's go into it a bit, and then uh, you know, we'll do a more thorough study of it next week. Okay. <clears throat> Genesis well, here's the Tower 11. of Babel. That's the next... Uh, Tower of Babel. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime they had for mortar. And they said, Go to let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. <laughs> they were anticipating that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> interesting. Okay. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Mm-hmm. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, the language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them, abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, which again just means confusion, mm-hmm. because Yahweh did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. Now, of course, the Chinese living in China, who are not mentioned here, they already had their own language, and they had their pictographic writing, okay, they were totally different from our type of language and writing, and the Africans who were in Africa had their own rudimentary language, a lot of these African tribes have, um, what what they call it, uh, a bibliography or only a few hundred words in their entire language, very rudimentary language. And uh, probably true of the South American tribes as well, and North American, very rudimentary language. But uh, all of those other, other tribes had far uh, bigger vocabularies and more complicated languages than the Africans. Okay, So none of these people are being referenced here. Absolutely none of them. Okay? They have nothing. And this is why the word man is a horrible translation. Wherever you see man in chapter 11, it always comes, for example, Genesis 11.5, is Adam, the children of Adam. It shouldn't be men, it should be Adam, which means ruddy, (laughs) uh, to show blood in the face. Ability to blush. Yeah, the ability to blush, okay? And so you cannot uh, equate this with any other race, okay? That's why the word man, as a translation, is so horrible in Scripture. It should be Adamkind. The children of Adam is what it should say. 
Okay. All right. And so, and then we're given the story uh, of the of the Tower of Babel and the spreading abroad of all of these people, the Hamites, the Shemites, and the Japhethites. All of those, if they hadn't spread abroad already, the ones who were there at Babel then did spread abroad afterwards. Okay. So, uh, all of these people were white. The history of the area, the DNA of the area, all proves that they were white, okay? And uh, that includes the Hamites. The, 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 the extent they settled in Africa, Ethiopia, which was just south of Egypt, but the vast majority of them spread across the north face of Africa along the Mediterranean Sea, all right? That's, that's where they settled. Because below there was the Sahara Desert, could hardly live there, <laughs> right? So they, they had to have uh, sources of fresh water, and uh, the Nile was a good source of uh, fresh water for them. And uh, so they migrated south along the Nile River, uh, and that's Ethiopia. That's the Ethiopian Kush, or the African Kush. Kush is the descendant of Ham. The, uh, the Hindu Kush in India, those are descendants of Ham, and the Arabian Kush, those are also the descendants of Ham. So the Kushites got around, and they named a lot of places after themselves, but they were all white, as all the archaeology proves. Okay? So the idea that uh, Ham fathered the three races is absolutely ridiculous, absurd. Yeah, but this is what, this is how, you know, when, when rational people look at the Bible and think that that's what it's saying because the Jews and the Judeo-Christian tell them that's what it means, you can, you can understand why they scoff. Why they say, this Bible is nonsense. I can't believe in this stuff. Because they've been prejudiced against the Bible by this false teaching. Okay? Okay, Dan, so uh, we have to get this right. That's why these, uh, these first chapters of Genesis are extremely important. We have to interpret this correctly because there's so many horrible interpretations that uh, you know give uh, put egg on the face of biblical scholarship, right? Yeah, there's, mainstream Christianity yeah. does more damage. It does uh, than, than anything else because they're, they're false teachings. Yes, and they don't it, take words back to the original languages. They don't read things in context, so yeah. it just ruins it. Yeah. They don't know. Uh, they don't know what a concordance is, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they follow the teachings of the Jews. So that's why the Bible has such a horrible reputation among secular people, both uh, academics and white nationalists. Uh, we can't blame yeah. them for believing what they believe. They laugh at it. Yeah, they laugh at it because it's garbage teaching. But they got it from the Jews. And that's mm-hmm. why it's garbage teaching. Okay, Dan, great job. We'll get back to Chapter 11 and do more thorough treatment of it next week. All right, thanks a lot. Right. Praise Yahweh. Yes, thanks. likewise. Take care. All right, folks, that's Chapter uh, 9, 10, and 11 today. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward to getting Genesis right from now on. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Bye-bye, everybody. Whoop.